you've been conditioned to buy this damn box of cookies and you need to condition your prospects to start to, to think about buying or, or working with you. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another uh, episode here of the Solopreneur Recruiter. We got a few people that are starting to join this uh, Facebook group. I invited a few. Uh, thanks so much for your posts. It's so exciting to see people uh, telling their stories, and hopefully I'll be able to help you out with a lot of the content that I put out. Maybe we'll work together in the future. But um, I was having a quick DM with one of the, the new members, and he's looking for his first client. And this is going to be probably the majority of the conversations that I have a majority of the problems that solopreneur recruiters are going to face. It's all about sales. It's all about getting clients. And it's all about sales and not not just in this business, but really in every single business. This is what's going to make or break you. This is what's going to make your, your agency or your uh, hiring business thrive. It's all about finding those clients um, in some specific case, cases or niches in this hiring and recruiting world, you want to get the candidates first because they're very difficult to find. But 95% of the time, we're going to be trying to figure out and, and find out ways to find clients. And at Bendigo, so I've worked with literally, I, it's got to be in the thousands of conversations that I've had with recruiting uh, business owners. And the ones that are killing it and the ones that are, are making a lot of money and even my business, the difference between what we're doing and the conversations that I have with people that are really trying to get those clients, it's all about the sales approach, the sales mindset and understanding the, the, the best approaches to all of this. And if you want your business to thrive, you have to put in more time into understanding sales. And I'm going to give as much as I possibly can and I'm going to apply it to the recruiting world in my videos to try to help you out. To give you context into what I've done in the past, so I've worked at Gartner, which is a, a huge research company in IT and tech, and the data and the analytics and the training that I've had from them and all the and I've built start in startups, I've built sales processes, I've trained you know BDRs and sales professionals, I understand data that that Gartner gave us in terms of best time to, to to calls, what's the best sales cadence, how many emails to send, what gives you the the um, that, that sweet spot of when to sell. And honestly, it's between six to eight touches is when you're going to sell somebody or it's going to, that's how many times that you need to touch them for them to convert. But let's, let's dive into this and talk about what's going to work for you and your business. So you need that first client. And I'm assuming what you're doing so far is you're, you're finding your contacts first, which is great. So you're going to job boards, maybe Indeed, Monster, LinkedIn, wherever your niche is. And then you're going and you're finding the contacts, whether it be like an email scraper, like you hit a button and then that person's email pops up and you can email them. Uh, maybe you're emailing them on LinkedIn. Um, you know, however you're finding these contacts, maybe you use something like Uplead. I've used that before, Zoom Info, whatever it may be. So you have your contacts now, they're, they're in your niche, you know that they're hiring. You're probably gonna send them a message, LinkedIn, Facebook, whatever you're doing, email. And let's talk about, th this is where the, the main difference is with a good sales pro process and a bad one. So a lot of people are gonna copy and paste the message and just move on. And I do that all the time. I still do it sometimes. And this is, this it works sometimes. But to give you context into what's going on here with cold outreach, I worked at a startup in Boston. It was a recruiting company. 
and uh, they were at a decline at that point in time. It was a short stint, and I moved on. But our cold outreach was a lot of times was pumping out two to three thousand emails a day to our specific companies that we wanted to work with, and our response rate was around a half of a percent. Opening rate was like around 30, 40% for those emails, but that gives you context into cold outreach and how often you're going to get responses from that. Never mind responses, we're talking about closing clients. And what you're doing when you're copying and pasting messages or pumping out emails to all these people is you're praying that they're at the very end of their buyer personas. And what, the, or not their buyer personas, their, their buyer's journey, I meant to say. So the buyer's journey happens in every single service or product you're going to sell. So they're going to understand that they need to do something. So they need to hire someone. They're going to identify a problem. This is taking way too long. Our internal team is not doing the job. The, the tools that we're using simply aren't working. So they're going to start to analyze other options. They're going to think about the agency that they met at a networking meeting. You've heard about artificial intelligence. You've heard about software that may be able to help you. There's uh, all these different tools that blast your jobs out to all these different job boards and you get a higher volume of people coming in. A lot of options. Then they're going to make a decision. And in our case, we're going to hope that they've decided to go with an outsourced agency or an individual that can help them out that has a niche for this specific role. So when you're sending out these messages, you're praying that they're in phase four or at the end of this buyer's journey. It's gonna be a small amount of people and even a step further, if they're in that spot, you gotta hope that they respond to you. Um, I can't tell you how often I've been looking for software engineering for my own, my own software and I've been in the market and I've ignored so many messages because they just don't stick out or I don't care. We'll, we'll dive into that as well. But um, let's talk about how we can get over this, this problem of landing at the, the very last phase of the buyer persona or praying that we're there. Um, and again, if that's all you want to do, if you're putting out a ton of volume, you're, you're going to find some clients that way. But let's talk about a, a way that this is going to be easier. So here, here's what I do. So what I'll do when I'm, when I'm having a sales day is I'm going to go and research 10 organizations that I know are hiring. I'll find those roles. I'll know that those 10 organizations are right in my wheelhouse. It's what I want. And I'll find four to six people that are within that company that I know I want to message. And then I put them on a sales cadence. The first step is I'm going to hand type a message and I'm going to make sure that they know that I'm sending them a note. A lot of it will be a template, but I, I make sure to customize certain points of it. I'll point something out in their profile or I'll put a subject line based on something that was in their Twitter. Maybe they like the Cleveland Browns or something and I'll refer the Cleveland Browns. I make sure I get their attention. That's the name of the game. It's just getting them to respond or to open that, that damn first message. Because if you just copy and paste and it looks like a template and there's nothing that's sticking out, even if, even if they're in the market, they're just going to delete it. Um, I get those all the time. Like I said, they're just going to move on. So that's what I do first. And after that first personalized message, once I know that they've recognized me as somebody who's reaching out to them personally, I put them in my, my sales cadence. And it could be an email sequence of, of five emails or something like that. Uh, I, I'll, I'll set some tasks in my CRM to, to follow up. So I'll, I'll call them after that. I'll email them. I'll send them a video message from Vidyard, which is a completely free tool, not selling it to you, but I'll put their name in the video and it's like a video voicemail. But my, my last client, this, this worked. I reached out to him 14 times until he agreed to a meeting. This happens all the time. And that's the difference is 
every single sales day is I'm building out 10 organizations. And after 10 days, you have 100 organizations that are in a sales cadence. Um, after two, after 20 days, you have 200 and so on and so forth. And that's building a sales pipeline is at one point, you're going to have a thousand organizations that are on automated touches that are um, telling you that you need to call today. And it's a lot easier. You just got to do that upfront work, do the research, um, be strategic about it. And you're going to, you're going to set yourself apart from everybody else that just copy, paste, copy, paste, copy, paste, and move on after that first message. Um, and the numbers say even at Gartner six to eight times is how many is how many touches it normally takes for somebody to convert into a client and that goes for marketing it goes goes for sales and you don't have the branding behind you you don't have commercials out there doing the work for you you got to do the work or you got to pay somebody to do it for you um and if you don't believe the buyer buyer's journey it happens with every single product unless something's like a dollar or two even Girl Scout cookies, think about Girl Scout cookies, seven bucks a box or whatever it is. You're at the grocery store and you think that's very transactional. You see the box, you see people around the table and you think that you're just walking up and buying something. But in reality, you've been conditioned over and over again. You've heard friends talk about it. You see memes on the internet talking about what's the best Girl Scout cookie. All the social proof of people, all your friends talking about it, like I mentioned, maybe even commercials or things that you've seen on the internet. You've been conditioned to buy this damn box of cookies and you need to condition your prospects to start to, to think about buying or, or working with you. Um, even a step further, even a step further with the content that you're sending out, try to create something, try to create a, a podcast or videos or write something or even curate content. Share some of your favorite content with these people in your emails and build value. Let them know, here's a video that I found about the best hiring process for a driving company. What's gonna set you apart? I found this really interesting. I'm gonna share this with you. By the way, if you need help, I'm, I'm still here. Just wanted to let you know. That's gonna be a big deal. Um, you know, th this, this video could be hours and hours long, but if you want me to make a sales playbook exactly step-by-step, step, I'll do that for you guys. And what I do, what I say, you know, I'll give it all away for free if that's going to be um, helpful. Um, another thing, so Octopus and a lot of the, the similar CRM uh, tools that automate connecting with with c people on LinkedIn. I mean, use those tools too. So what I'll do is I'll create a list on LinkedIn Recruiter Lite. Uh, it'll be like sales directors in Boston that are working in uh, software as a service or software. And I'll, I'll write my note to those 80 or 100 people or my template. It'll say, hey, first name. Um, I really love connecting with sales leaders in Boston that are, are focused in the software space. I don't use any of the uh, the tags, just the first name tag. But uh, that gets me a lot of good just responses and I organically create these relationships, get them into my LinkedIn network, and then I drip out my content and my videos there and I create my authority. Then when I see them post something like they're hiring, I'll reach out to them and I've already kind of created them and pushed them through that buyer's journey and warm them up to me as well. So that's a big one. Um, finally, I'm, I'm a big believer in branding yourself. If you go, if you go to my profile, I have a nice picture, uh, background. I filled out my old LinkedIn profile. I have a website. I have a logo that I got from Fiverr for like 20 bucks. You can get one for free, make it on Canva. You can get one on Fiverr for five bucks, 10 bucks. Go get a WordPress website. Um, you can get a kind of a basic one for, just have a freelancer do it for 100, 150 bucks. 
professionalize yourself. Have have a Gmail account that's not, you know, Joe the Recruiter at gmail.com. Have it be Joe at the superhero recruiter.com. Get that URL for five dollars. Um, it goes a long way. People are going to want to trust you if they're going to work with you and having a Hotmail account ain't going to do it. So uh, let me know if this this podcast helped. I kind of went all over the place, but like I mentioned, um, I'll, I'll link my other YouTube video below about the sales mindset. But uh, this is a big, big deal. This is going to this is gonna separate you from the rest. This is going to help your business thrive. And um, yeah, best of luck. I'll keep putting out more information and tactics that can help you. And um, yeah, let's go get these clients, guys. Mm-hmm.